Okay, so welcome back to the Coffee and Anti-Racism podcast. My name is Rebecca Hemmings. I'm the CEO of Strawberry Words. And I'm joined by a guest, Jagwant Johal from Birmingham. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get this right. Brig, Birmingham Race Impacts Group, right? Correct. Yeah, okay. So if you don't know about Brig, you're gonna know so much more about what the organization does uh, by the time this interview's finished. And certainly if you're based in the Midlands, you know, where have you been? Because you guys have hit the ground running. Um, so I'll just start by saying this. Uh, I know that the organization started in 2021, right? Is that correct? correct? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, in, so when I talk about the organization hitting the ground running, I think I went to one of the first, um, no, I think it was a summit that I went to, but there have been summits, there have been campaigns, there have been reports. Uh, there's the 10-year race equality delivery plan. Like there always seems to be a lot of um, action happening, which is brilliant. That's that's what we want when you have an organization which is known as Birmingham Race Impact Group. You want to be making impact. So for those people who do not know Jaguar, tell them, please tell the listeners what Brig is all about and how okay. it came to be formed. All right. Brick came to be formed after the 5,000 strong uh, young people and families Black Lives Matters protests in St. Henry Square mm. um, from obviously as uh, a response uh, in this city to the racist murder of George Floyd, yeah. which if people recall um, resonated around the world. Um, black people, white people, brown people, they sort of rose up as during COVID and mm. particularly young people mm. uh, with the message is that why is this happening and why is this allowed to continue happening? Yeah. 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 Well, this has been happening a long time. Yeah. Mm. And a number of us who actually worked uh, and lived and have got lived experiences of trying to tackle racism, both mm. in institutions and from a community organizational and campaigning point of view, mm. They knew we could write the playbook as to what was going to happen next. There was wow. going to be a performative response. Yeah. yeah. And and just, can I can I just ask you, when you say performative response, because I think that's important for organisations to know what that looks like. What does that look like? What did that, that look like? Basically playing um, the numbers of um, uh, looking to see what they're doing, uh, mm. doing a report, having mm. a commission, long mm. it out uh it starts to fall off the agenda right some sort of people to respond to it which basically yeah. is like we're doing it yeah it's sustainable as soon as it falls off the agenda it's kicked into the long grass and right. a couple of years down the road we're back there again yeah yeah, not that, yeah. The, not that the issues ever go away yeah because the issues are cradle to grave yeah and as you would sort of know that since sort of george floyd and with sort of covid about the disproportional sort of effects on um uh black communities, Asian sort of communities, poor sort of communities, mm. is that, you know, uh, I remember um, uh, Michael Gove standing at the dispatch box when um, uh, Matt Hancock and Boris Johnson had got uh, COVID, yeah. Mm, mm. And, you know, he was trying to make out that, you know, uh, we're in it together, you know, it yeah. affects all of us. Well, no, it didn't. Yeah. Because the racist structures of society uh, and the systemic sort of racism and given that we're actually employed in certain uh, sort of frontline sort of positions and so on, yeah, uh, the lowest sort of rungs of the sort of ladder, particularly related to sort of services, mm. and we, um, there was a saying that the um, 
virus wasn't racist, but the system that it actually operated in is racist. So you are going to get the sort of disparities in terms of the outcome. Yeah. Sense, uh, the fact that uh, COVID was uh, prevalent at the sort of time, mm. uh, that it did sort of show that um, because of sort of structural racism um, and um, because of um, uh, the impacts upon black and minority ethnic communities in terms of their sort of positions in society, mm. that it's going to have much more of an adverse of, uh, effect. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. The conditions and things sort of came out. Yeah. So, it was about that people don't just talk about um, uh, the semantics of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're more interested in what you're going to do about it. Yeah. yeah. Because our parents' uh, generation, we call them the, the settlers, uh, Commonwealth pioneers sort of generation, mm. fought for some legislation in terms of the 65 Act, the 68 Act, the 76 mm. Act, and sort of so on. And these things only get sort of um, updated is when there's community campaign and community protest. Yeah, right, right. And when these sort of things sort of subside, yeah, mm-hmm. is it's like business as usual. Yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. So it's like holding institutions to account mm. for the duties and responsibilities that they have on on the legislative book. Yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. It's like you know one. Um, uh, if you look at uh, equalities legislation and positive action legislation, only about roughly about 10% of it is actually used. Yeah. 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 To move things on. Yeah. Everybody sort of just plays it sort of normally as to um, we write a policy, we look to implement it, we look to embed it, and then it's not really so seriously monitored. So, so then how is Brig helping to change that? How are you holding organisations to account? Talk to us about some of that kind of work. Yeah, okay. Um, on the one hand, people can sort of on the one hand, we sort of say it's got to change, yeah, mm. and we've got to make it so sustainable, yeah. And we feel that we can't leave it just to institutions to do that. Communities mm. need to use their agencies to be able to do that. Mm. So we felt that uh, we've got to do things differently, mm-hmm. and part of doing things uh, differently was to break it down um, uh, into the thematic areas mm. like employment, housing, education, and so on, mm-hmm. because. We know that the recent stuff about the boy and the mold and stuff in housing, you know, yeah. is that if you don't get your housing right, you're not going to get your health right. You're yeah. not going to actually get your education right. Yeah. You're not going to get your employment right. Yeah. But the employment it also sort of comes down to, you know, whether people want to sort of employ you because of the colour of your skin and all that. Mm, yeah. And then, you know, you're likely to sort of engage the criminal justice sort of system. Yeah. Where, yeah. So it's not that you do housing today, next year you do employment. Yeah. You've got to see it all at once because yes. it's all at once. Yeah. 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 It's systemic. It means that it is actually impacting on everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing. Mm-hmm. The second thing is, is you know, on the one hand, you know, when we have um, the evidence and the evidence is in place, yeah. Mm. And when we didn't have the evidence, it was this anecdotal, yeah, in yes. terms of our lived experience. Yes. Now we're in a sort of situation that we are developing evidence-based, yeah, yes. as well as the lived experience, because mm. you have to uh, do two of them together. Yes. So what he sort of says is that um, we have the first race impact summit to mm. have a baseline on uh, the second anniversary of the murder of George Floyd. Mm. Yeah. And um, we had about 120 people about 130 on the waiting list which mm. showed that both community and people in organization wanted to do stuff yes that. yeah but the poor thing about this city is it's very poor at partnership working yeah 
to right. bring that sort of change. So if you look at the uh, neighborhoods where our communities live, mm. they've been the same poor neighborhoods that have been poor for mm. you know time immemorial. Yeah, mm -hmm. in terms of the last, definitely the last sort of six sort of decades since we've been here and mm -hmm. our parents have been here. Mm -hmm. It's like why don't think those things sort of change? Yeah, yeah? and because unless you focus on things, things ain't going to sort of change. Yeah. yeah. So we have to sort of say, what is it that we want to sort of change and then make that change and put into the systems and hold those people to account? Yeah. To run that. I hear that. It's not the community's responsibility. Yeah. And if I can just jump in, because you mentioned partners, I'm, from what I've seen, you've, uh, Brig has managed to attract quite a few partners, uh, yeah. the, uh, the police commissioner, crime commissioner, um, schools, colleges and so on. So yeah. how's that working? That's basically working through that. We've sort of says it's a responsibility of those agencies that are responsible for their sectors. Yeah. Mm, mm. Like, for example, the police and crime commissioner's office, particularly Tom McNeil, that's criminal justice, mm. yeah, particularly the police side of it. Mm. Um, um, with um, FE, um, it is in this sort of city, basically uh, BMET and South and City. Mm. So we approached their leaders. Pat Cavalier and uh, Sardal Desi, who is the deputy at Southern sort of City, says, you know, that you need to hold us to the summit. Mm. And in that summit, you need to have the outcomes of that as a position paper. Yeah? Yes. Right. You have to consider in those position papers what's happened in the past, mm. yeah? what you're learning from it, what's mm. changed, what are mm -hmm. the unmet recommendations, mm -hmm. rather than we just keep reinventing the wheel. Right. Know? Right, As right. you'll know, that there's the saying past plus present equals future. Mm -hmm. So you've got to be able to contemplate and learn from the past in the present mm -hmm. yeah, to decide what you're going to do in the future. So you don't actually keep, if you keep doing the same sort of stuff, you're going to get yeah. the same. Yeah. Know? So that you are actually making a, a difference in considering what is going to work. Mm. Yeah? And we, we ask people for three recommendations uh, in going forward, broken down into one to three years, uh, four to seven and eight to 10 years. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we're saying one of those recommendations must be something that shifts the dial. Yeah. Because unless you can sort of show the difference that you can actually make within sort of two years with something that's pivotal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. is you're not going to get buy-in. Yeah. And you're going to get disengagement from sort of communities. Yeah. Communities will support. Yeah. Only if you're doing the right thing. And is it Brig that's holding those partners to account? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Fantastic. And we're on the third anniversary of uh, the racist murder of George Floyd. Uh, we're having um, a review of what's happened in the first year. Yeah. Right. Both on the 15 points of the manifesto, mm. so we're the agencies in, mm. uh, and also on where they're at with their position papers, completing the 10 year templates for mm. uh, the uh, 10 year sort of plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The idea is to give them until October this year to complete that process and we look to launch um the plan in january 2024 before mm -hmm. the second major sort of summit yeah um, it, okay so if i could just jump in and so what happens if they don't um follow through on their recommendations if if they don't do what they said they were going to do i mean we put ourselves forward as a critical friend mm. yeah? and it's all well organizations latching on mm. to join what Briggs trying to sort of do mm. we will look to hold them to accounts for what they're not doing because a number of them have also sort of signed up to Carl George's race code 
Yeah. Yes. And what Carl will be just sort of doing is audit, audit, auditing them periodically. Yeah. Mm. So what we don't want to do is uh, duplicate the sort of organizational process that Carl mm. has started. Yeah. But what we do want to do and what we have had a conversation with the race code is, is when those audits actually happen, yeah, you need an independent organization or independent sort of auditors from mm. community trained up, yeah, mm. to go in when those audits are actually sort of happening, yeah, and, you know, um, do the sort of judgment mm. on whether they're improving or not. Hey, I know you're enjoying the podcast episode, but I just want to quickly come in and say, look, if you're an organization that needs anti-racism training for your organization because your staff are lacking in a racial literacy, they don't have the words, they get stuck when talking about racism, they're, they want to be able to deal with incidents, but they're not sure how to, then check out our Time to Talk About Race online CPD accredited course at strawberrywords.co.uk. Okay, we can train from 10 to 10,000 but get in touch today at admin at strawberrywords.co.uk now back to the episode okay I want to keep this moving because I want to ask you a few more questions and it's a very short interview um how do you personally Jaguan how do you keep yourself from not getting overwhelmed by the work because it's huge it's never ending you must get frustrated it's huge uh, partly because I'm no longer um, working, working, yeah, but mm. I'm retirement working, mm. yeah. Um, my own sort of family obviously got a history of anti-racist sort of politics. Mm. You know, my father was general secretary of the Indian Workers Association. He was very instrumental in the campaign to get Bill Morris elected in uh, as a general secretary of Transport Workers Union. Mm. Um, he um, uh, also. Uh, was um, the person um, with alongside one or two others that had invited uh, Malcolm X to Smethwick in 1965, yeah, right. mm -hmm. uh, to show that this is an international uh, sort of struggle and an international sort of issues, yeah, beat in South Africa, beat in, you know, the South uh, or uh, Birmingham, Alabama, for example, mm. um, that uh, it's similar processes that go on, yeah, mm. mm -hmm. and unless we uh, speak up, stand up, yeah. Mm is uh we're just going to be done to all the time yeah yeah and if we're sort of treated as or supposed to be treated as equal so citizens why the outcomes that we sort of face yeah uh and experience um uh that that way and the the reason why i'm sort of keep on being sort of motivated because i keep on sort of seeing it yeah yeah everywhere i sort of go and it's not that you know yeah, some people can say i've got a chip on my shoulder i'm like i've got a whole rainforest on my shoulder yeah mm. because of what keeps on happening over and Absolutely. over again. I was Absolutely. asked to write an article um, when Briggs sort of launched um, for um, uh, the Evening Mail. And mm. you know, um, and I think um, Jane Hayes had sort of titled it the same old <laughs> right? And... Um, Chuck, when you can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a relative word. <laughs> um, and all I sort of... Uh, and, and, and I finished it off when, when I was writing it. My grandkids um, were, you know, um, playing around me. And I, and I did look at them. And I thought they're going to have to go through exactly what we go through unless right. we take agency to do something about it. Yeah. Right. Since yeah. the CRE uh, disappeared, mm. right, we've had uh, nobody actually holding anyone to account. Yeah. The Human Rights sort of Commission, you know, isn't worth the so-called, you know, framework that, that they're supposed to sort of respond to. And um, 
I mean, the Labour Party in the next manifesto is saying they're going to have a race, uh, a new race relations, also new race equality act. Yeah. And so I asked a few of the sort of people, are you going to have an enforcement agency with it? Yeah. Because unless you have an enforcement agency with sort of teeth, yeah, um, nothing's going to happen. Mm, yeah. mm, mm. And a lot of people sort of say is it's not going to happen in our lifetime. It might not happen in our lifetime, but it was the same things that our parents' generation was sort of saying is mm. that it's not going to happen in their lifetime. So it's important that one generation passes on the baton to the next generation. Yeah. And sort of teach one. And they learn from what's worked and what hasn't worked. Yeah. yeah. What happens in institutions is it's a revolving door. Yeah. Yeah. Is that you have people come in, yeah, they're all on sort of career paths and so on. Yeah. Um, offices change, politicians change, community stays are sort of the same and in place, right? Mm. And the community needs to be in a sort of position in, t- in recording its histories of what's actually happened and having a manifesto or a note to whoever comes in, yeah, mm. is don't spin us the same as the last. Yeah. This is the journey we're on. Yeah. yeah. This is where we've got to. This yeah. is where you fit in. Yeah. Yeah. Not the way around. Okay, thank you. And I'm just going to ask you one final question. What message do you would you like to give to organisations that are either tentative on this anti-racism journey or maybe have just begin, begun their anti-racism journey? What is it they need to know? Don't be fearful. Yeah. You know what you know until you know something else. Yeah. Mm. And it's having the bravery to um, uh, want to know that. We... Yeah had a session in um, um, uh, Brig yesterday and was talking about safe spaces and somebody says, no, we need to change that to brave spaces. Mm. Yeah. Because this isn't just about being sort of safe. This is about being brave to do something about to be safe. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Because this work isn't comfortable for anybody. And it's recognizing that. And especially the people that keep on being asked to do it and in organizations it's normally the black face that's asked to do it yeah yeah as as, as well as their own job yeah brilliant it it is as important as health and safety and the financial health of an organization yeah yes because as we sort of know with you know the growth of the black pound sort of movements as in terms of people looking to sort of buy within their own sort of communities and so on Mm. and people being quite sort of discerning as to you know, which products are they sort of going for? Yeah. Um, is that, you know, if you want to look at it from a, a, a demand and supply is, is it, if your, if your yard is, is, you know, displaying sort of racism or racist sort of traits, whether you know it or not, yeah. Mm. People ain't going to engage with you. Yeah? yeah. And the same goes for public institutions, because remember, they're here to serve us, not the other way around. Yeah. And it's not so much that they're sort of, you know, um, uh, we're an add-on, Yeah. We form now the minority collective majority within this sort of city. Yeah. yeah. So we're not, you know, marginal. Yeah. It's small. We are the mainstream. Yeah. So then people best start considering us as a mainstream. I hear that. Nicely. I hear that. Thank you so much for your time, Jaguan. And just finally, if people want to be want to hear more about Brig and the events that are happening or the, the work that's taking place, what's the best way for them to stay connected? Uh, the best way is to subscribe to the newsletter, which is at uh, wearebrig.co.uk, um, revamping the website. Um, but we have a monthly newsletter that comes out. It has uh, some feature articles. There are some regular spots as to uh, Pioneer's book review, what, what's happening in the next month, 
and some recommended uh, other websites to go to as well, because there's a lot of national organizations that are doing this stuff. Mm, fantastic. And I know a lot of work, a lot of information goes out on Twitter as well. So yeah, find Brug oh, yeah, on Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah. Jaguan, thank you so much for your All time. Right. Thank you for your energy and thank you for caring. Okay. Thank you. And you too.